0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Three Cents Podcast, hosted by Brendan Jackson, Ricky Baker, and Shane Merwin. Uh, we got a good episode for you guys. episode number three. So without further ado, let's get right into it.
1: Well, how did uh, class go for everybody? We kind of touched on it last week, but now we have officially finished the, wor- the first yeah, and the worst week of class. How did that go for you, too?
2: Uh, it was pretty chill for me, honestly. I yeah. mean, the biggest part is figuring out the due dates because everything's online, and I always miss something. I <laughs> yeah. think I did again. Um, I put <laughs> off everything till ten o'clock at night on Sunday, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it bit me in the butt uh, week one. What about you, Brennan?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I got six classes a semester, so I'm I'm pretty Jesus. stumped. Yeah. No, it, it, it's like all my teachers just have this like little game they're playing where well, let's see how many assignments we can stack up in one day. You know, it's like <laughs> a really fun game they're playing with me. So I'll have like six things due one day, like none due one day. So this week I actually had an essay due. Um, I had like three quizzes. It's the first week. Like, come on, we don't need to be doing all this. You're a little overboard. You read an essay on the first week. Yeah, two pages, two page essay. I mean, it's it's nothing crazy, Damn. but it's like, why am I writing? in the first week of classes, you know? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, It's, it's awful, I think man.
1: the, uh, you want to know what I would suggest if you have not invested in it already? A daily planner. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds stupid, dude, but once I got it, I was like, wow. But, yeah, and then I'm looking at it. I have 14 things due this week, which is, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, disclaimer, we're not sponsored by any mini planner companies or daily planner <laughs> companies, but, uh, yeah, I, I use the one that they gave us for football. And, like, it's a lifesaver because I'll just be going through my day. And, you know, at the time, like, an hour or two hours, you just zone out and are unproductive. You're not doing anything.
2: yeah. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden,
0: I'm like, let me let me just go ahead and see if I actually should be doing something. And then I, you know, look at my handy-dandy planner, and it turns out I have three things to do that night that I have not started. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know. I don't it's...
1: write, like, times in it and stuff, but I just, I use it as, like, a to-do list to make sure that – uh everything done i can also kind of trick myself into thinking that stuff's due earlier than what it is yeah gets done earlier yeah that's the best Mm -hmm. way to use it i think
2: yeah the thing for me and planners it sounds nice right but i kind of get overwhelmed if i write every little thing that's due down and for some reason it just messes with me so what i tend to do is i just go on my reminders app on my phone and two three four days in advance i'll write down what is due and I'll put the time that I want to do it at. So, like, it reminds me at that time. So, like, something's due on a Friday. I'll I'll put it in the planner or the uh, reminder app at Thursday at 9 p.m. so that I will do it because otherwise I'm just going to put it off and off and off. So, I got to put it in there, but
0: it's kind of procrastinating still. See, the only thing I have with yeah. that reminders app is that, like, I'll get it done. And, like, it'll work up to that point. But then I forget to delete the reminder. And so, it'll be like, hey... 346 days ago, you had this essay due for kinesiology. And it's like, dude, this was like a year ago. Why does it still keep popping up every Thursday? It's like, come on. And it's like, I'm so lazy that I just don't take the time to just cancel the reminder or complete it. So I literally have like six that hit me every single week, just random things I've, I've done freshman year. So that's, that's my only pet peeve with that app. It should just delete the reminder after I do it.
1: I just don't think it would get done if I had it on the phone. Because then, like, if I'm looking at my phone, I might go look at something else.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. Big issue I've noticed is that I, like, I'll, okay, I pay attention for a majority of the class. But, I mean, there's times where I just, like, go to my phone and I'm just stuck scrolling, swiping.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. So, in one of my classes today, uh, the professor, he's super cool. Uh, <laughs> it's a management class, business management and really outgoing guy. You know, he seems like he genuinely cares about what he's teaching. And he makes the class interesting, right? So I'm listening to the whole thing. I'm just chilling. And he there's this thing he likes to do at the end of every class where he puts us in little breakout groups. So, like, everyone talks. I think, Brennan, you mentioned that in yeah. an episode of, like, the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we did that last week. And I was not a fan of that because I did not want to share with these random people some story I had about my life. And today, the last five minutes of class, he put us in a breakout group. And just to be completely transparent with everyone, as soon as he did that, I just left the Zoom.
1: Oh, come on, man. I <laughs> I'm not a I, fan I, I... of uh, breakout rooms. They're weird. They're yeah. so funny, though, because like, people will like forget that their video's on, and then when they switch over to a breakout room, they're just... Dude, I don't know, dude. That's so funny. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, <whatever>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, in general, people will forget that their stuff's on. And then they'll go to, like, a breakout room or something. Because I think people just do their own thing, like, for the majority of the the class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one's looking at them. Yeah. yeah. No. And, but then once it switches over to a breakout room, like, sometimes it'll automatically go to video. Like, if I join a Zoom call with you guys, it automatically goes to video. And for some classes, I have to manually change it. And so mm-hmm. you can could, you could just see somebody. It's so funny because you could tell they didn't know. I yeah. think it's hilarious, but I just don't like being in them.
0: I just like yeah. to say that uh, teachers need to start using the uh, mute all button, like just to start a class, because there's already been three cases oh, yeah. where people have just <laughs> just forgot their mic wasn't muted. What did and I say, dude? Outlandish
1: stuff, man. Someone did it on purpose in my class. We had a wise guy on uh Monday, or it was the first day of my science class, and we were in the the class started at ten thirty five. This thing happened like thirty seconds into class. This dude just screams "f you" the second the teacher starts talking, and then some Jeez. other kid screams at that kid. The teacher freaks out on uh, <laughs> this, the kid, and then I look at the clock, and it's not even ten thirty six. She's I'm just like, that, that just happened in like forty seconds. Yeah. It's it's so cool. funny, Speaking man. of the
2: the mute all thing, uh, we had a little uh, meeting earlier today, and uh, someone out of the one hundred fifty people in the meeting couldn't mute their mic uh brennan would you like to speak on
0: that yeah well you know um we we did this meeting for compliance today and um you know i was we've done this meeting a thousand times and uh, i don't think
2: they've changed their script or their slides (laughs) since i've been here they've changed
0: people not not anything else yeah yeah it's a presentation that's built on itself doesn't matter who the person presenting it is it'll get done the same way (laughs) no but uh i was and this happened all day. My mute button just decided to stop working. And so I came into the chat. I muted my mic, but it decided to say it wasn't muted anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I was listening, but I also wanted to, like, get my homework ready to go for the next thing I was going to do. And uh, I started playing the video not knowing that I was uh, unmuted. And I promptly got about 20 texts, but I wasn't on my phone because I'm in a meeting, you know, phone down. <laughs> um, and then I, I she stops and she goes... Um, Brennan Jackson, can you uh mute your mic? And my heart dropped, and I was like, Why <laughs> was my mic unmuted? And I just looked like a total idiot in front of everybody, and that was super cool.
2: Yeah, I was one of those guys that was trying to reach out to you ASAP. Yeah, I think I was one of the first people to text you because he immediately I was like, Mute your mic, bro. Because <laughs> we could hear you were, it sounded like commercials, it sounded like you were listening to commercials on TV, but oh, that's it was nuts. just your homework. <laughs> And, and I'm of, really glad you didn't say anything bad. Oh,
0: I was scared. Because I was like, did I like, talk to myself in the beginning of this meeting when my mic was unmuted? Like, did I say anything <laughs> crazy? And luckily, I did not. And speaking of commercials on TV,
1: more specifically MTV, oh there is gosh. a ridiculousness <laughs> marathon <laughs> on oh once again God. for the sixth day in a row. <laughs> we can watch Jeez. ridiculousness for 12 hours. Because, mind you, that's the only show Ridiculousness will ever play again.
0: Wait, MTV or Ridiculousness?
1: It's the same thing. It might as well be the same exact channel. Ridiculous TV. Yeah, dude, it's all they play. They take five-minute breaks in between to play a music video. And then it's Ridiculousness for 48. I watched them play it. I didn't watch because I got tired of it after one hour. But I, I checked the guide, 48 hours straight. I'm not joking. Jeez.
0: MTV is what... fallen from grace. That's my not, parents love that show. Yeah,
1: that's not even Rob Dyrdek's second best show. So why is that the only one? Why don't they play Rob and Big or Fantasy Factory?
0: Yeah, Fantasy Factory was my show. Yeah, that joke, was but insane. Ridiculousness. I mean, I probably... And I know they have a lot of episodes. Like a t- I mean, if you're running a forty-eight hour marathon, yeah, you they have must at least... have a million. Dude. I'm gonna <laughs> turn on my TV right now, and I guarantee you that's what's gonna be on. Let's. If we're talking about ridiculousness, can I just say one thing? And my dad can agree with me on this. Chanel West Coast is useless. She is terrible. <laughs> like she yeah, isn't well, not good.
2: I think that show is like really dependent on who's hosting. It. If there's a good host, then it's honestly not that bad of a show. Oh, you mean oh, a guest. No yeah yeah I oh guess.
1: ridiculousness is on it's on m t v right now and <laughs> everyone, it's check gonna it out. be it's gonna be on until it looks like uh <laughs> oh it'll be on until four p m tomorrow if anybody <laughs> wants to watch it it'll
0: be on yeah
2: by the time yeah. this uh podcast comes out i'm sure ridiculousness will still be going if you
0: want to yeah. go watch Should we make this um, like a daily like a podcast segment to check if ridiculous just, just check it on, out you know make quick. sure it's the one <laughs> every single episode i will put on mtv
1: and let everybody know that they are in fact so ridiculous <laughs> or every once in a while they'll spice it up and they'll play two catfish episodes
0: oh nice oh um, uh, and
1: max and neve the guy with
2: like the insane chest hair yeah. <laughs> dude that, that dude, show that, is that show funny is but
1: so funny like yeah. are those people stupid <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, the, that show's honestly sad, though. You see some really sad people in that. If it's
1: real, then yeah, it's sad, kind of. But, like, you can only feel so bad for somebody that believed they're talking to somebody online for eight years. Oh, it's like, I, yeah. I talked to
2: them for eight years. They never once showed me their face or I heard their voice, but I was in love. Yeah. yeah
0: so I, I had understand. to believe them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a they couple... said they
0: love me. There's a couple <laughs> of those I, I saw that I was like, yeah, that's on you, man. Like, I can't even yeah. feel bad for you. Like, I mean, like one of them was posting like pictures of a known celebrity, and they, they still got fooled. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, even oh, I saw that one. <laughs> I was like, I yeah, was like, who was that? Katy Perry, right? It was, she, yeah, yeah, Katy Perry. It's like nice one, yeah. dude.
2: <laughs> like, nah, it's like half the time it's the ex girlfriend or boyfriend, and it's just like, whoa, dude. Like, you really spent your time like texting your ex boyfriend or girlfriend for years. Just to see who they were <laughs> yeah, talking like, to.
0: I can't even keep like a friendship with someone I just met for like two months. Like, how are you talking to someone online for four years without meeting them? They're like, how they could know. you
1: talk to a celebrity even though we're not together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how, not.
1: How could you go talk to somebody that has millions and millions and millions of dollars that you'd be stupid not to talk to now that you're single?
2: Yeah, I yeah. Dude, it just, as soon as you became single, that Katy Perry just hit you up, <laughs> like Joe Schmo from Missouri. <laughs>
0: Joe Schmo from Missouri didn't oh like, uh, yeah, That
2: makes sense. Yeah, kills me is the fact that like Max and Neve like I, I don't know. It's just the way they do it because they like care just and they, they want like to like help the it. person. But they like they're like their camera is in their face. Like, <laughs> oh, are you sad? Like is your heart broken? Are you sad it's like, yes, you like you know I'm sad. You've done this for years. Your job is to like
0: document me being sad. No, my favorite my favorite what is when they there, do yes. this. When they do this. When they look at the person and they just figured out that the person is fake, not real. And they'll look at them like, Yeah, it's not it's not who she thinks think she thinks he is, but uh, you still want to go meet him? Do you, you want to go meet this person? It's, it's like, like, no. Like, I just wasted no. all years of my so life. Yes, Am I going to uh, meet this person? Oh, they, they,
2: yeah, I think the show, like, makes him honestly. Makes the person go meet the person that wasted four years of their life? Like, come on. I mean, I, if I were the show, I'd make him. That's good
0: content. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that'd be uncomfortable, but. Oh, it's always uncomfortable. They just, like, like what is this to talk about? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I thought you were a girl, but you're not. It's like. Okay. Yeah
2: that that's insane too. When it's like a girl was talking to a, a guy supposedly, and it was like her girlfriend, like one of her friends that was jealous, or something like that. And it's like, wait, you've been talking to like your best friend, even though you thought
0: it was a guy this whole time. Have they ever actually had one catfish where it wasn't a catfish? Because I've only seen ones where it actually was a catfish. Um, I swear there was like one. Okay, one thing I do want to say is, uh, Pullman, we are in the news again. Um, I don't know how we've done it. We're a small college town, but uh, we are somehow fourth in uh, rising cases in America. I mean, let's just clap it Fresh up. Country. I mean,
1: that's hey, – That's in, be... the yeah. in the country? Fourth in the yeah, country? Yeah, th- there's, like, New York's on there, and then there's, like,
2: one in Florida, like, across the whole U.S.
1: Oh, so we're in good company is what you're saying. What?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, we're the best at being the worst. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're the best college town. That's what that's saying. I don't even understand, like, what they thought was going to happen because they canceled mm. fall classes. So, what? Their thought process was, okay, um, you know, these leases aren't a thing. Like, you know, people just aren't going to come back. Like, people have to sign yeah. leases before the school year starts. Yeah. No, they well, do yeah, exactly that's the big what they're thing.
2: Doing. Yeah, that's the big thing is because the school – held off until as long as they possibly could to say that they were going online. So everybody was signing leases, moving into dorms and stuff because otherwise you don't have a place to live. Right. And Mm -hmm. now people are stuck with these like lease payments. And it's like, a you can either go there and go to like frat parties and have fun and
0: pay for it. Or you can just go home and pay for something that you're not going to use. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I honestly, the whole property, like, like I don't know, like what would you call it? The property managers here, like for all these places, they all just aren't good. Like Ricky, I'd I'd love this episode. If we can get into what happened in our last uh, apartment no. place. That would be fantastic for the viewers to hear. Uh, no, yeah, they just, I mean, they have no regard for. I mean, what's that announcer always say? No regard for human life. They don't or our feelings. Anybody? Yeah, they don't care about us.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's the right time to. Dive deep into that, but all I'm gonna say is, don't move into the
1: Grove.
0: Don't move into the most. Grove. Of
2: the, most of the employees are really nice, and they're like good people. You know, they're just college students trying to make some money. The apartments aren't necessarily too bad, but don't move in there. The manager is absolutely the worst, and <laughs> yeah. I'd, I've never met her. Ironically enough, <laughs> we'll tell that story because she refuses to meet with me.
0: We'll tell we'll tell that story another time because that that could take up probably 20 minutes of the podcast that one woman that wouldn't meet you (laughs) no uh yeah i just i think that college students now just need to understand that covid is a thing and it's uh not as you know spaced out or as uh you know not as big of a problem as it used to be it's actually a huge problem now because everyone has it i feel like everyone i meet i have to like keep my distance because we over like 70 cases this weekend
2: yeah, I think it's time to shout out your cousin a little bit for this one. Oh my God! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, yeah. nah. Ethan. I love you, but these conspiracy theories are not true, my friend. Oh my God! COVID goodness. is real, but um, no, I mean, it. That's what's kind of tough about it, and I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, Brennan. You're not from Washington State. No, like, I'm not growing up here. Nope. Um, but there's a big march going on next week, I believe, for Washington State high school students, um, like fall athletes that want to play their sports. respective sports this year in the fall. And it's tough for me because I if I were in high school and I was going into my senior year and I was told I can't play my senior year of football, I wouldn't be at Washington State right now if I didn't have my senior year of football. Yeah. You know, I mean Brennan, you would have you definitely you already had offers your junior year. So someone like you, you would have been okay. But for me, I would not be playing college football. And it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily my fault or the state's fault. It's just one of those things, you know, and as someone that has a brother that's going into his senior year of high school for basketball, um, that's something I definitely want to see happen is them play. Um, But it sucks because they're starting this March next week or this weekend. And for me, just being realistic, I think they made this push too late. Um, I don't see them being able to overturn and say that they can play in the fall because schools are starting, like high schools are starting up this week and next week. So I think it's just too late, but I don't know if you guys have any opinions on that.
1: Inslee's going to have a – he's going to be like, guys, guys, stop. Guys, <laughs> guys, stop.
2: Yeah, because they're marching to the Capitol.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I totally get where they're coming from. I mean, I wasn't some stud athlete my senior year, but I certainly know people that were, and I could only imagine, like, how that feels for them. Like, you know, Ricky, obviously, what you said about – not being able to attend Wazoo, I'm starting to worry about Ryan myself because, you know, he's come this far to have a senior season taken away from him. is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you totally hit it right on Rick. It's, it's too late um, to do anything really about that. I mean, I think it's cool what they're doing, Um, you know, to at least have a voice and, you know, you know, get this kind of collective movement started, but Mm -hmm. It's it's I think it's too late. There's not much they can do. You look at the preparation it would take for some of these sports. Uh, For example, football, let's say, you know, you have a summer camp, you have a fall camp, you have practices leading up to a game. If they were going to play in the fall, I mean, how many games are they going to have? And they're going to have to have at least a certain amount of practices before that time. So they really realistically wouldn't be able to play till maybe the mid October and that's only giving yeah. them about six or seven games max, you know, in high school football. You played what? How many games did you play your senior year of uh, high school, Rick, before you were done? Um, I think thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, there's just not enough time to get that many games in, especially starting this late. And I you think just had also, 13 games? Yeah, including playoffs. I just think that um I, I, I see it from both sides, honestly, because like you said, Rick, I didn't really have to worry about it going into my senior year. I had a few offers lined up so I was okay. But there was definitely teammates that needed that, that year. And, mm-hmm. you know, having it taken away, and I see it now because I still talk to the guys down that back in high school um, who were playing or were. And, yeah, it's tough. I mean, you basically have to change up your entire, you know, strategy of what you're going to do. And a lot of guys, like, football was their outlet or their, their sport was their outlets where they were able to kind of distance themselves from reality. And, you know, that's, like, yeah. the one thing I loved about high school football. And still now is it's an outlet for, like, myself and being able to just kind of distance myself from the problems that go on in my daily life.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you 100 percent. And to clarify it to everyone, I mean, they're still planning on having a season in the spring for yeah. high school football and uh, like volleyball and fall sports. Um, but yeah, like you said, I just don't think it's applicable because, I mean, look at us, like in the Pac-12, we're not even having a season and we're getting tested every week, every other week socially distancing and that was when people were not on campus they canceled our season Mm -hmm. Um, most there's only like four or five schools in the state of Washington high schools that are going back into in-person classes so I just don't see it happening that these schools are going to somehow be able to pull high school football off I mean there's other sports as well but high school football like at least for my school we had like 125 130 kids on the team How are you going to coordinate a practice like that, let alone once you travel and play other teams like there's varsity, JV, freshman, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, like, just taking examples from us, um, you know, we have very strict guidelines when it comes to this COVID, um, you know, situation we have. Like, we have strict things we have to do every day. We have protocols that, you know, we can't waver from. And we're um, college athletes. We're at a college level, tons of money getting funded into our, you know, program. How are high mm-hmm. schools going to replicate even close to that? It's not possible. And, like, for yeah. us, we still have people get it on our team when we go through all these precautions to have, like, a minor practice, you know? How are these kids going to be able to go to a practice and have these kind of precautions mimicked or, you know, taken when they don't have the funding we have, they don't have the staff we have, they don't have the time, the resources? It's just yeah. not – like you say it's not a political it's – not, it's not realistic. And I think that was a big reason – why um, we canceled season this, this fall is because it, it wasn't even applicable for us. Like, we didn't have the resources to do all that this entire fall season and still put out good product because at the end of the day, football is entertainment. And, you know, yeah. what we put out there on the field wouldn't have been good enough for the type of support that we usually get. Yeah. No, and I
2: think, I think everyone around the country wants to see football happen. Oh, 100%. But I think, I think the majority of people also want it to happen in a safe way. Um, And I just don't, I don't know if you can have both right now, you know, I think it's just going to take a little bit of time, but um, I mean, over this weekend, there's been some drama with WSU athletics and kind of current situations going on around the country. Um, One of the WSU athletic pages um, simply posted a a little graphic, a black lives matter kind of collaborating with WSU graphic, you know, just showing support and uh i I was taken aback when i looked in the comments um i mean when you go on any kind of comments on social media you see crazy stuff um but this is the first time it kind of hit home to me but yeah there was a bunch of different comments that i was
0: shocked to see um if you want to hit more into that brennan um yeah i mean being african-american um you know, and seeing you know this graphic go up, I was really excited to see the support from our athletic program and I think the one way one way this was misconstrued to the public is that people immediately saw it as a political statement or a political backing of this black lives matter uh, organization or whatnot um, but us as black student athletes and just as student athletes in general, the way we interpret that is completely different. We saw that as them taking a stand and supporting our our lives as black student athletes. Yeah, your well-being. Our well-being yeah. uh, just in the face of what's going on in this country. And to see the amount of disgust and hate in the comments was so, like, it's so foreign to what we're used to. We're used to getting praised on Saturdays by our fans, you know, Cougar this, you know, go Cougs that. Um, And seeing our own fans just just blatantly disrespect a vast majority of our athletes who because a lot of us are African-American – it's like it's so it's a, it's honestly I'll be flat out it's disgusting it really is there's no other word for it it's disgusting i saw the graphic i didn't think to check
1: the comments just cuz it i didn't think there would be any discrepancy that's it's a yeah. bummer that that is viewed as pol- like a political statement like something that should be common sense but what what did some of the the comments say is that a curiosity?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, I'll just read a couple. I won't say the names of the people just to keep, uh, yeah, you know, a, anonymity, uh, whatever it was, keep them anonymous. But uh, I'll just read a couple that I can see right now. Um, one of them I saw it was you're supporting criminals, WSU, question mark. Black Lives Matter Whoa. is nothing more than a ter- terrorist organization that yells, kill the police. You seriously need to stay out of pol- get politics. Shame on you, WSU. Don't buy into this false narrative being pushed by the liberal media. Boycott WSU. Boycott athletics. I don't know. I mean, I think the biggest thing that we
2: can all agree on is like, hey, this is not political by any means. You know, like no. there's social social issues that are definitely political, but this is one of those things that it's like this is not politics and this should be universal. This should be the most united front you know american history like why is this even up for debate that black lives matter you can feel how you want politically you know what i mean whether Mm -hmm. you lean right or left i mean that should not matter in this instance you know
0: yeah and i think this comment will be a good segue to what i want to talk about next on the justifications the people make for their statements uh this one comes in saying i'm officially done being a wsu season ticket holder caf member and an alumni association member, you're choosing to support a domestic terrorist organization in order to pander the, to liberal socialists, racists, want to-be social activists, student, athletes and staff. don't ask me for another set. And now my biggest takeaway from this is: I get you were a season ticket holder, or you supported us financially. How does that justify your opinion? Account, why is he so mad? Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, like, like imagine being that match where you don't want to be a
1: season ticket holder. Anymore. Like that's obviously something he loves.
0: Yeah, I'm like, sure he. But like yeah, I don't understand how. How can you take that like you're standing as yeah. a fan, and make how does that make your opinion matter? Yeah, like it's us like,
2: dude, that, oh, honestly, yeah, man, if yeah. if like they didn't say like the Cougar Athletic Fund and season ticket holder and. Alumni Association, like those are pretty specific things to WCU. If they didn't say that, I think it's a joke because I've seen on Twitter so many times where like uh, you see a post about something Black Lives Matter or something of that nature. And then in the comments, there's like the memes of like the certain profile pictures that look like they would uh, go against it. (laughs) And, And they're like, oh, I've been a season ticket holder since 1954 and I'm done. Like it's yeah. it's so funny, white but pictures, it's like not because that's yeah. like it's true. Like it's funny until you realize that that's a real person well, being
1: completely honest. Yeah. Well, I know like the picture that you're talking about that it has a bunch of those white dudes that are like 45 with like, yeah the old
2: kids. white people. Yeah, with as, as Pat Maxfield would say, the old yeah. whites.
1: They have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have Oakley sunglasses and like crew cuts, and it'll dude, those are so good. And somebody commented, somebody commented on a post and it was serious and that was their profile picture and then somebody else pulled up that huge graphic of all the profile Mm -hmm. pictures like where the where the whole joke originated from and they were like isn't this you and it literally was i saw
2: that i was crying (laughs) he was literally the meme
0: and he was like he was playing his role man (laughs) oh my god yeah one thing i want to highlight though in these comments is that there's this level of immediate like conclusion or jumping to a conclusion that like we're supporting the black lives matter group like the actual organization which i just Mm want to say in this post i get we're using their like logo black lives matter the fist in the air but nowhere in this tweet does it say in association with or you know with the backing of like they're just making this social issue into a political issue like yeah and for me it's like that is so wrong you're look they're completely overlooking the main issue i feel like that's what the big problem is yeah it's just yeah. neglecting the main issue we're not saying that black lives matter we're not saying that that black lives matter more than everybody else and i like i say it was my dad all the time i think this phrase should be black lives matter too but the thing is we're saying that right now black people in america are getting treated Less than equal to their counterparts, and we're trying to show that Washington State athletics or the entire um, schools as a whole supports, you know, fixing that. That's what they're saying. We right. support fixing yeah. this issue. So I don't yeah, understand exactly. why against that. <laughs> like the you're, you, I guarantee you have a jersey of a black student athlete on the football team. I guarantee it. What are you gonna burn it? Like yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, like come on.
2: Yeah, it's like people try to make anything political. About everything because they can, and that it can push whatever they feel, you know. And I'm not going to tell you how to feel politically, but socially, you should definitely feel that Black Lives do matter.
0: Of course. And if you don't,
2: then then there was people in the comments I saw student athletes going to Twitter about it, saying if okay, if you don't support Black Lives, then don't support
0: the WCU Cougs because which we is, do. Which is and, totally true. I mean, I want exactly. to read one of them too in a second if you give me a chance. You can keep going, but I'll pull yeah. one up.
2: Yeah, and that's the
0: thing. It's like
2: people think that we're going to be so distraught that so and so racist is not supporting WSU athletics. It's like good, yeah. Bye. I
1: think...
2: like we're not going to say that uh, we don't need funding and we don't appreciate the support,
0: but like we don't need that. We'd rather not have that. Mm-hmm. I think this this tweet summarizes the best. Um, I'm not going to say who it was just because, like I said, keep uh, you know anonymous, but. They basically said, after reading some of the replies and comments on this post by our so-and-so fans, such as you, you thought you had a booster problem before, is nothing but evidence that they only care about us on game day when it, and when it's convenient for them, not our everyday lives. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. I mean, that sums it up completely. I mean, that's really just fake love. Drake said it best. You know, showing yeah. fake love to me. Straight up to my face. Straight up to yeah. our face. Yeah, not I haven't about, heard that song that, that since, was... like, what, 2017? yeah but like I, I, it's, it's a joke but this, it's like so true in that statement it's like how can you support us on um game day you know screaming and hooting and hollering going to tailgates but the minute we ask for your support you know you just back yeah. out well it's That's... it's what are they getting out of it
2: you know Nothing. what i mean it's like they're yeah they're entitled to how they feel and usually these older folk they're uh more entitled to their opinion and they usually don't change or waver depending yeah. no matter what circumstances you know and when it's convenient for them to support african-american athletes they're going to because they love watching them play their respective sport you know it's entertaining for them they get something out of it they get to tell their friends that hey i'm Coug a member donor you know what i mean yeah and that's some kind of status symbol and i get that's a status symbol whether you're like a good person or a bad person and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but that's kind of like exploitation you know yeah like you said it's fake love are you just going to support us when it's convenient for you yeah
0: and like i have no way saying that i don't completely you know appreciate all the donations all the support we do have by you know our cougar athletic fund where it comes donors our alumni you know i'm 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 not saying we don't we're not appreciative of that, but there's a like I, I don't want to say the whole bunch is bad. I don't want to because that's not true. Yeah. I said that in the last podcast. You don't want to just generalize a whole group of people based on a few bad apples. But like I'm just saying, looking at that, it really gives you a new perspective on the people that do donate to this. You know, our team. Some of them aren't as real and aren't as genuine as we once thought they were. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like, like you said, Rick, it's it's so fake when they're able to say all these things and claim all these titles, but at the end of the day, are you really supporting us? Not just monetarily, but like, are you supporting us with everything you have when it comes to, you know, are you supporting us supporting us emotionally? Are you supporting us physically? You know, I don't, mm-hmm. money is, money is, you know, helps the team grow, helps the team um, get through all their, you know, the seasons, get also our equipment. But the thing is like, I love support from fans who maybe don't donate, but show up to all of our games or, text us that, you know, um, good luck before the game or even t- go to take pictures of mm-hmm. us beforehand because that that's yeah, physical support. stop you in Walmart to say hi, you know what I mean? That's my favorite interaction. It's like, I, I get it. Not everyone has the the budget to donate to our team, but like just little things like that that show their appreciation and their support for us, that goes miles, miles above any monetary donation, you know? Yeah. And with a monetary donation and that with it, I mean, that's the kind of fans that, WC Coog, or at least that's what I thought we had a lot more. We do, yeah, yeah. But I thought we had a lot more of that, and this kind of showed that, you know, it's it's not as blatantly obvious as um, we once thought.
2: Yeah, and to kind of like reiterate your point, like like you said, there are some bad apples. I mean, what there was probably thirty, forty comments on there. And oh, more. Than all that, of them were. Was like there? 100. Okay, when the time I saw it. Thought yeah. That well. I mean, yeah, there is definitely a significant amount of, uh, those, uh, people we were just describing, but there are plenty
0: of great donors and Cougar Athletic Fund members, you know? Oh yeah. And I, I mean, I want to highlight some of the, the good ones too, because like I, I don't want to just make this a negative one, but, uh, uh, some people are saying like, my heart hurts reading these comments. I've never been so disappointed at fellow Cougs, black lives matter. Go Cougs always forever. Um, you know, like things like that, absolutely it is. Go Cougs, proud alumni. Like there are those people and like yeah. the amount of respect I have for those people to stand up in this social issue, not political, This social issue that's plaguing our country and being able to take a step and, you know, show their support. That means the world that to everybody, not just black student athletes, but just our whole athletic, our whole athletic department, like in general, like that means so much. And like, we see you and like, I want them to be, to know that we see those comments and we appreciate you. Yeah, and I I like
2: that you went back and looked at some of the good comments and read those out loud because, I mean, I think the good outweighs the bad, even though the bad might seem more harsh, you know, and uh, it might get more attention. I think those good comments are kind of what keeps us grounded, and uh, I think it's important to uh, bring those up as well.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, that kind of goes – Back to what my dad always told me um, back in high school, we had this thing where I try and meet a new friend every day because, you know, a lot of bad things can happen in your life. And throughout, I'll just use a day, for example, a lot of bad things will happen in the day. But the one thing you remember is the good thing that happened. And that's the thing that you'll Mm -hmm. keep with you. So if I can make someone smile that day, it doesn't matter what was going on. They may have missed a quiz. They may have woke up late. They may have, you know, missed their ride to school. But you know, seeing them and giving them a smile or saying hello, like the good thing, that's going to resonate with them way more than all the bad yeah. stuff. So seeing those comments, it could be 30 bad comments, but that one person that comments saying, absolutely, Black Lives Matter, go Cougs, it completely outweighs everything else. And that's, that's wh- like we what we play for. Saying. Yeah, it's who we play for. We play for those people. Another
1: uh, other Wazoo football news, Gardner Minshew posted a fantasy football promotion saying that if you draft him with your first pick, you get free beer. Did uh, anybody see that post? It was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Garner's a that. legend. Garner's yeah. a legend for that. <laughs> how did everybody's Except drafts
1: Gardner. grow? Oh, whoa. Okay. How did go? everybody's How did everybody's drafts <laughs> go? <laughs> for yeah, we football.
2: Um, shoot. I mean, I was in. I drafted in two different leagues. I think they both yeah. went pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I try
2: not to draft world. the same. <laughs> Yeah, I try not to draft the same players in each one just because, like, it's really boring if you do that. But, yeah. I mean, overall, it was cool. I mean, I got Patrick Mahomes in one of my drafts, so I got that's, Dak, that's good.
1: Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott, baby.
0: <laughs> Prescott. Living I boys.
1: Did
0: yeah. you get uh, Zeke Elliott, too, the best running back to ever grace you know, God's I greater? I actually got uh, Austin Eckler
1: and Christian McCaffrey in one of my leagues. Uh, and I got Christian McCaffrey and – um, I'm, I don't know. I does not but I got decent backs. You got Mark Ingram.
0: Mark Ingram. That's right. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you guys. Uh, I did not draft this year. Uh, I'm taking a hiatus from, uh, fantasy football because <laughs> I wish I could do that. Because, uh, the last two leagues I've been in, I have finished second and third and I was not okay with that. And, uh, yeah, yeah I-, I think frustrating. it's it is because, you know, I, I know my team is better than the one that gets put out against me, you know, and I know my performances can show that I'm the better team. I've been first and second in scoring, you know, averages and I still yeah, lose. Yeah. But uh, no, I think the funniest thing about fantasy football for me is that when I was a kid, I used to do it with um, we used to do like this parent and uh, it's like we had a bunch of coaches on our Pop Warner team and we used to draft together and like have a kid with their dad. Um, I had a mom. Uh, so that didn't really work out. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a dad's and son's league. So I actually ended up going with my uh, head coach and me and him were a team because, uh, you know, my friends or my head coach's son went with uh, his grandpa, but basically we'd go and he would basically just pick our entire team and we'd win almost every year. And I didn't do anything. (laughs) I would just hang out, you know, eat chips. I'd go pick the name off the little uh, sticker board and put it on the draft board, not knowing who it was half the time. And uh, I ended up winning like three hundred dollars. And this, mind you, this is what I was like, as a hey. kid, yeah. So it was awesome. I, I, was <laughs> totally, I was totally cool with the situation, you know. I would maybe check our lineup once when I went on like my computer.
2: Um, but no, it the was NCAA is about to get you. Well, <laughs> well no, you're I was eight. eight years old, dude. I
0: was eight. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't do that now. Everything's yeah. Free. We got to
2: clarify it. We are not doing any uh sports wagering or betting because I would not. definitely go against the NCAA code of conduct. I make no money off fantasy it? football. That'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, I, don't, no. I
1: don't spend money on it, dude. because I know that if I won once, I would just think I was untouchable.
0: Yeah, and it's more for bragging rights for me. Like I we yeah. didn't I didn't lose or win any money in those past two, but like yeah, it's just, just being called a loser, like consistently <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah. isn't doesn't sit right with me. Um, Will do to someone. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's. I mean, fantasy football is so fun. It's honestly one of the coolest things you can do when it comes to the NFL. Um, Shane, I'm I'm gonna just make an assumption here, Shane. I feel like you're pretty good at it with all your uh, statistics, you know, and all that stuff. I'm assuming you come in first place pretty often. I won one of my four leagues last year.
1: I've actually (laughs) I've only won fantasy football twice, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Um, you're just too I, smart I, for the fantasy yeah, football. It must be no. I think my uh, my, <laughs> my something usually happens to my my first pick. And if you pick like I'm often the like the league manager, I create it, and so the league manager typically picks first. If you pick first and that player's doesn't live up to his expectations, you're screwed because you pick last. The next because it's a snake draft, and you could get screwed and buried and not get the quarterback you want, etc. But I yeah. do fairly well just because I'm good at reading the waiver wire and reading matchups. Like, a lot of the people I draft, I won't even end up starting. I look at week by week on the waiver wire. I, I got third place in a huge league last year with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan
0: Tannehill as my quarterback just because I read the matchups. <laughs> oh, dang. No, I think one thing that kind of sucks when it comes to fantasy football is you don't really get to pick – like defensive players. Cause I know you, Shane, for example, would definitely pick Leighton Vanderash over KJ Wright. Hundred oh, percent. Oh. No, oh, no. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe
1: and in, in, in two years, absolutely. But we're not me and Ricky are not gonna get into that argument again. <laughs>
2: yeah, I I learned my lesson. I've never I've never been called what hugh said to me or ever i don't think i ever will i didn't and even
1: i didn't even know that was a term dude until i used it it's not <laughs> it's still
2: not that was the most insane argument i've ever been a part of because he shut me it, down right it was away. so I was like, it was Whoa. so
1: because you weren't even wrong is the thing like there were you had so <laughs> many you're like look dude one of them's literally 10 years younger <laughs> so i was like no no dude no, yeah, I probably, yeah, Leighton Van Der Esch is very, very good. I'm just biased.
0: Yeah, I'll just go ahead yeah. and say that everyone listening would not get the funny, like the the funny factor of what I just said, but uh, we do know, and that was probably Ricky Yeah, yeah it would just moment. sound downright <laughs> evil if you heard it. If you heard it right now, not in the moment.
2: But um, Yeah, no, dude, so my fantasy football, I feel bad for every running back that I drafted. I truly do. Because every year and knock on wood, they get hurt. Every year they get hurt. And if I could choose the most consistent running back. I could choose Frank Gore and that dude would find a way to get hurt the, that year. And I feel bad because I drafted a couple of rookies. Yeah. And I, I don't want to do it to him, man. I don't want to do it to him. I should have just drafted a bunch of like hurt, Rams dude. and Forty
1: ers You had the David John you got the David Johnson curse one year. You got the Todd mm-hmm. Gurley curse. You got the Alvin Kamara curse. And these were three years in a row. You can't catch a break.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. even like Joe Mixon, like my second running back, like that dude's always hurt. But yeah, he's You've picked him the last three years, by the way. I know. I had to choose him again this year because he was available <laughs> pretty late. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. But um, I didn't get Eric Ebron in either of my leagues. And that one kind of hurt, man. That's
1: the GOAT. Eric Ebron? Yeah. He's a fancy yeah, GOAT. I stole Ebron from him in one league. And it reminds me that the the NFL kickoff is literally in ten days, and I could not be, be more excited.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to see the day, day after my television. birthday.
1: Get to sit down watch. I mean, it's I've waited. I mean, I wait eight months or whatever it is every year, but it's just a, feels a little different
0: this time. You're excited to see a New York Jets game, aren't you?
1: I mean, at this point, I'll take
0: what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Are all the teams? Uh, all the teams are playing, right? There's no teams that are opting out or anything like that. Well, I, don't know. I didn't I mean, see anything no, about that. If the
1: Washington Football Team can't <laughs> stay out of trouble, I mean, there's another story that broke out about them again today. They're under investigation for treatment, like how they how the organization treats workers. And oh wow if the, yeah dude, specifically have uh, been, like
2: cheerleaders yeah oh, well, no, yeah, no not
1: even that that was like oh there's a another month one ago. there was one that was published oh, like geez. less than 10 hours ago they cannot stay uh, like Dwayne Haskins is probably like what the fuck man
0: yeah he's probably will not to beat any man yeah. same with Chase Young he's like dude we're, we're, why yeah. why am like, I here organization <laughs> we're not even mask. like we don't
2: even have a logo they don't even have <laughs> a logo or a name
0: and they have a
1: new coach a new quarterback. A quarterback they're not even. They have like one of the most accurate passers ever as a quarterback. They just don't know if he can play. Like they're yeah. running. Their running backs forty. Like they that I mean the team roster is. and the organization front office is a complete disaster. They just
2: yeah they just look like an
0: AFL football team right now, dude. That's yeah, like you said. Yeah, Washington football team. That really sounds like it'd be an arena football team. Yeah, like yeah, no, and it's funny because until I was about fourteen, I thought Washington was the second team out here in like the state of Washington. <laughs> I realized they're in D. C. Had no That'd clue, cool. no idea. I thought it was like Seattle was, you know, the main team, and then Washington was just somewhere else. And Washington, That's gotta
1: funny. it's got to be well, tough rooting for them, well, dude. Cause... Like you never know what you are gonna get with them. No, well, no,
2: you know you're not going to get anything good, but you
0: don't know what well, bad you know, to get. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you never know what like, <laughs> story's going to break out next, or like. If, if I don't chicken. think I've oh. ever seen the Washington Redskins. I'm sorry, Washington football team Whoa, ever win more than like eight games. Cancelled. Yeah, yeah, sorry. i like hey,
1: every hey, time I see they them, them they're just so. Did they?
0: What, yeah, what, like what was their record?
1: Uh, it's probably like it was ten like six, Barrett or something. Oh yeah, RG three had a
2: good season.
1: RG3 yeah, is eight, a tragic that was story man 8 years ago yeah
2: didn't did the Seahawks like ruin him
1: something he went, like that yeah he got hurt in a Seahawks game we're yeah, yeah but it we was at game. the
2: Redskins grass yeah. field we oh, won Washington to 14
1: team. after being down 14 to 0 we came back thanks to interceptions by Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas
2: what a game mm-hmm, Good thing RG3 run one rookie of the year over Russell Wilson
1: yeah so like like <laughs> Skip Bayless said you think Russell Wilson is going to have a better career than RG three and Andrew Luck? I don't think so. <laughs> Both of <laughs> them, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And to be fair,
2: I really like RG three and Andrew Luck. Yeah. You know luck what I mean? School. Like, yeah, RG three had bad luck.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Bad
2: luck, and Luck <laughs> he also has worst had, bad, luck. He had worse luck with his O line. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awful. dumb, how funny, though. You truly oh, hate to yeah. see it. Because they were good dude. like genuinely good dudes. And I'm yeah. glad RG3 has made some kind of comeback, you know, yeah. being a part of that Ravens football team, um, getting a little
0: bit of playing time, you
2: know, and some fun packages. But, yeah. Andrew Luck was the most
0: respected quarterback in the league at one point, And he yeah had to retire because of head injuries, because of his O-line. That is – yeah. Just tragic. Cause you see how many times he like gets hit. I mean, and he's always like dapping up the guy that absolutely yeah. clobbered him. Is all oh, you hear him mic'd up is crazy. Like, Good hit, big fella. You got absolutely clobbered yeah. by that guy. Like you <laughs> took 20 years off your life with that hit. Like it's nuts the <laughs> amount of like respect he has for these players that are just coming to destroy him every down. And like it's honestly it's just a sad thing because he was. Yeah, that was you know, the crazy only when shining. He was that was the only shining light of the Indianapolis Colts organization. He was the only good thing about them. Like, I couldn't even name another player besides like T. Y. Hilton on that team at that point.
2: Yeah, I mean, can't. He's got a good uh
0: good That's defense now. Quentin Nelson now, though. So, I mean, he's fantastic. He's the twenty ninth best player in the league, apparently.
1: <laughs>
2: apparently, yeah, he's, he's the definitely the not better than twenty eight other players. <laughs> nah.
0: I could take him one on one, Rick. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm Elton. Like see that. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be on the inside. That'd Brandon. be cool, because Khalil
1: Mack couldn't find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm getting Neither could Aaron Donald. We'll see in about four Jeez. years. We'll see how that goes. All right, boys, it looks like it's been about 50 minutes of us running our mouths, so we better call it this week. We will have a lot more to talk about with the NFL season coming this Thursday. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you guys see later. You soon.